0: Yo, what's up, guys? It's Rubicon Vale here. Hey, I had some audio issues on this app, so bear with me. Uh, wrong microphone, and the microphone I used had a short in it. So it does get better as it goes. Give this one a chance. We got a lot of good topics, so thanks for listening.
1: It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 224. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, new optional items are available. Announcing the 7th 14-hour broadcast. Join us for duty commenced on June 18th. Letter from the producer live, part LXV. I didn't convert that, but that's July 9th. Presenting the winners of the Digital Fan Festival 2021 Art Contest. We'll cover some recent interviews with Yoshida and a reminder about our contest. But first, let's shoot the shit. What has been going on this week? Hey, Ruby.
0: Hey, Yelta. How are you?
1: I am excellent. How are you?
0: I am doing excellent as well. It is Thursday. It's a good day. It's been a good week. Life is good. Uh, I've been playing a lot of 14. I think I've been on pretty much every day. It doesn't mean I've been, like, running anything serious. I hardly play with anybody. I I just kind of play with myself in the corner. It's
1: just like, you're like, don't even talk sometimes. Hide in the (laughs) corner and play with myself.
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Don't play with yourself. (laughs) Well, not in public, anyway. Unless you're into that sort of thing. That's illegal. You get arrested. Um, No, I've been doing a lot of, well, old content, and so... I told you I was going to talk about this at length, so I'm going to waste all my time of the Let's Shoot the Shit talking about my uh, Eureka experience, because I have, I'm not done with Eureka, I have plenty of ways to go, I just hit level 46 last night, but I am deep in Pyros territory at this stage, and I think I had just unlocked Pyros when we last recorded And uh, it was a completely different experience than what I'd experienced in Pagos. Pagos, of course, was way different than what I experienced in Animos because I did Animos when it was relevant. And then stopped when I got halfway through Pagos and never looked back at it. Uh, I think it was around the time my son was born and it was just like, we're done with that. So, um, anyway, I have had a lot of fun in Pyros now that I am at a level that I can actually... Do fun and games with the bigger boys and girls that are uh, running around in there, and as I've gone through Eureka, I have found that the post 4.0 experience, the 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 now we're in 5.0, uh, Eureka is a thing of the past. 4.0 relic, it has morphed into a a tight little community. That uh, I was not expecting when I was going to go in there. I had fully expected I was going to be alone, which I do mainly play alone when I'm in there. Um, but uh, I thought it was going to be a very a, more of a harsh experience than uh, than I uh, than I experienced. It does get harsher as you go, and I'll explain. But um, when I first got back into Pagos, I learned that. Uh, there was a, th- there's, I guess, a community of people that just keep running the content or at least a rotating community that sort of keeps some norms or at least a friendly vibe. At least that was within Pagos. Um, and it, it just was, it just was really nice. Like they would wait for people to show up to fights. It was, it was really nice. And I think I talked about this last time too. You know, the, the Pagos experience was super nice. But the Pyros experience was a bit different. I got into Pyros, and I was very lonely uh, at the beginning because there's two areas. There's a north area and a south area, and the south area is predominantly where you do your 35 to, like, 45-ish, maybe just before, and then everything else pretty much takes place up north. There are some higher fates down south, but not for the most part, it's up north. But if you're not in the 40s you're gonna have a hell of a time being up there and running from fate to fate um, and there's I think a lot more dangers than was in pagos even though like the sleeping dragons are in pagos and those seem scary there's there's plenty of sleeping dragons in pyros too um, and I, I think they've got a, a deadlier mix of like true sound mobs that uh, mm-hmm. that can easily get a hold of you yeah, I've died quite a bit in, Pyros. Pyros I died once and had to port. Nobody came to me. Nobody. It was very early on. I think I was like 38 or something. 37. So that was was a kick in the pants. But as I leveled, um, I I think you sort of – it's not a respect thing. It's like if you can get to the fates, you can gladly and easily join up with people. But there was – one time I was in there and I saw in the shout chat, somebody said, how do I get to, how do I level up to these fates? It's hard or something like that. I don't think they said it's hard, but they said, like, I, I'm having trouble getting to the fates. What do I need to do? And somebody said, get to rank 50, get to level 50. And uh, the guy was, the guy got all butthurt about it. He started whining and shout about, you guys are rude. I didn't think it was rude, it was more truthful. I guess it could have been said nicer, but you know, it was factual. And uh, <laughs> this dude kind of got ridiculed over Shout Chat for acting very uh, childlike in, the, in, in his response to being told, hey, the reality is the only safe way to get around Pyros is to be
1: level 50.
0: And I am still finding at level 46. Uh, it's still, it still can be difficult in some parts to get around in there, but it's fun. Um, if you are thinking about doing your 4.0 relic, I can't really tell you what the, the now animos experience experiences, but I think it's pretty much just join the crowd and run around. It's, it's the same thing, the fake train, um, and those pop pretty regularly. You got to change your instance, you know, every now and again, but, um, Pagos is what I said. I think it's, it's friendly if you give it a shot. Uh, Pyros, I think the expectation is no, you should. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I have not unlocked Hydados yet. That is coming soon because, you know, I think 50 is, is when you kind of exit out. But my experience also with trying to do the Relic, because I am trying to do the Relic as I go. Why not, right? should be natural. Is that you kind of have to get your levels before you do your... Um, your crystals. Uh, because you really can't even get the last piece. Um, I don't, I'm not quite sure what this one is. It starts with a P. It's the, some kind of feather or something like that. I don't know. But but um, it's an item of some sort. Uh, but you can't even get those until you're, like, the higher ranks anyway. And you just can't hit the fate train like you want unless you are uh, in the upper level. So uh, I, would, I would suggest anybody going through... Eureka, do the story level, and continue the story, and as you as you get near the end of the story and you start seeing that you've got Animos Crystals, or Pagos Crystals, whatever, um, start thinking about saving those up, and then start those, those pieces of the Relic Quest, at least up to the point that I'm at. I think there's some crazier stuff as it goes, so it may just completely turn it on end, but, um, if you're where I'm at, that's that's the route to go. Level, do the quests and then uh, then start joining the fates because you should be high enough level to to get to all the fates. So that's a lot of what I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took up a lot of my time. Um, I did do one other thing. Um, my wife has been saying, "Are you going to pre-order? Are you going to pre-order? Are you going to pre-order?" Of course, I was going to pre-order. I didn't get the um, I didn't get like the stand- the box edition. Of course, I, I didn't jump on that train for the physical
1: collector's edition,
0: but we did order, uh, we did order our digital editions, um, I actually noped out of the collector's edition this time, this is the mm-hmm. first time I've ever done that because I really didn't care about the mount this time, Yeah, I really didn't care about the minion, and the weapon is a job role that I probably will not level unless I'm trying to get everything to 90 or whatever, so, um... Yeah, I went for the normal edition, so we ordered two, one for me and one for my wife. We got our codes for our earrings, and she's like, You gonna do that watch? And I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> it seems weird spending a lot of money on, on a watch like that. I'm just not, it's just not me typically, but it's a citizen watch. It's going to have longevity, and God. This is just a beautiful watch.
1: It's a, it's a nice piece of hardware. It,
0: it is a beautiful watch. So, of course, I wanted the light one, so I ordered the light watch. There is still time if you want to get the watch. I think it's you got till June 30th, so you've got a little bit longer if you want to order the watch. Uh, there's plenty of QVC Home Shopping Network stuff. <laughs> if you want to buy things for this game, they're still pumping it out in loads. Now we'll read some of that tonight, but not too much. Because they got lots of our money as is. So anyway, that that is where I'm at, waiting for my watch. December 27th is the estimated delivery date for my light Final Fantasy and Citizen crossover watch. So I'm pumped. It's going to be great. Um, And finishing Eureka is going to be great whenever I do that. And then I will gladly jump into more Zadnor content Mm -hmm. and start finishing up my Relic. On that way, we got a long time to go. I think I can knock out two relics in the time it takes for Endwalker to get here. So yeah,
1: yeah, you probably have time.
0: I probably do. Yelta, what'd you do?
1: I I played some. I I did. I worked on my Black Mage relic, and I finished that. It's. I'm not sure I like any of the set of weapons, but I like having them. Uh I did Zadnor, I did Baja, I did pretty much anything anybody's like, hey, let's go do this or whatever. And then someone in the free company was like I need to do uh what was it? Some stuff we both were missing from Eureka. So we went and did like a warped box farm. Just the two of us trying to figure oh. out where the best place to go at our level, what how much we could kill, what 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 jobs made a good combo uh, no, we didn't spend tons of time in there, but I did get some stuff. I got some stuff I already had, but yeah. But, um, I think I had already bought like the super rare mounts. I one day just broke down and bought two of them that. I never actually got myself, mm-hmm. but, but there's still some stuff missing on my list. I think there was a piece of music. I don't think I had, I actually I did get something I didn't have, I think. So uh, and I actually went back and ran a 24, man. I've just been ignoring upgrading my gear, but I'm like, oh, I have two coins. I could go run the one thing and go get a third coin and, up, you know, up, buy and upgrade a body piece. So I'm kind of working on my eye level, but I don't really see the point of it. <laughs> I guess, I guess anytime you're stronger, you're stronger, right? But right. I'm like, but for what? So, um... Uh, I, I went to the forum, that's been my guilty pleasure during my lunch hour, is kind of perusing the really insane posts on the uh, forum. Same. And I, I, I went and put, I reported my missing legacy titles, but uh, talking to Ruby before the show, you you seem to clearly remember reporting them in-game, so I think I'm going to give that a try. Yeah, there was a saga.
0: <laughs> I don't, you'd have to go back, you should just go back and listen to whatever episode I complained about it the steps were i honestly don't remember but i think i obviously there's a forum post because you you found my forum, found your post,
1: forum where, post yeah where
0: i complained about it uh but i think i reported in game and got a well to be honest a bullshitty response and had to plead my case again and tell which whichever gm that in fact the character i'm on right here has the achievement
1: but no title
0: so I wonder if there was a bug with that. I wonder if something didn't didn't well, click.
1: It's, it's widely known issue. A lot of legacy people didn't get all their titles when they came over apparently. It's it's been widely reported. I've found multiple Reddit threads and stuff when I was googling how other people got theirs solved. And they have been fixing them if people ask, but apparently, you know, it's not automatic.
0: I always wondered if that took away my one time get an item oh. back or something. I burned I, it up using the title.
1: I've honestly thought about asking for. I had the Garland. Was it the Garland goggles on one character? And I had that Hermes something shoes on the other character? Way 1.0 pre order stuff or something. I don't even remember. I've often thought about requesting to have that restored. Just because it's a super old school. Oh, so for no, sure. No one has not too idea. many people
0: have those garland goggles. That's the one yeah. of the... There were four items, and that's the only one I missed.
1: Yeah. Well, because I don't think you could do it on the same... There was some reason I couldn't do it on the same account that was that got the shoes. Oh, because Isn't there one is in? the collector's
0: edition, and one was the standard edition, I believe. That
1: might have been it, yeah. But, I, you know, I'm not really worried about them, but I have thought about it. And then, uh, did you... Did you spend your tombstones of pageantry before they... Well, I didn't have
0: enough to do shit with, but I I did see that um, people were very upset that it shut off prior to what they thought it was going to shut off, and to be honest, I thought it was going to be, like, gone on Tuesday but available still on Monday. I didn't have enough to... Again, I didn't have enough to do anything with. I didn't really pursue it, so it didn't, like... I wasn't butthurt, but I thought it... I had one time thought about doing it and thinking... Oh, I could have grind. I could have grind on Sunday and Monday, and then buy whatever I want yeah. Monday night. But Monday was a no go. There was no Monday.
1: Yeah, they shut. They shut it down. No, they did it. To be fair, to them, I guess they did put it in the notices. They did. I think they even tweeted out, "Be sure to spend your stuff." But peep, let's be real. Peep, not that many people, I think, read all that. And I I can definitely see if I had farmed a bunch, assuming, and again, assuming that I'd have until the next patch to spend them, which is all the other Tombstone events have been, you can only earn them up to this date, but you still have the rest of this time to spend it. So I can see why people are pissed, but I, I luckily, we did that Hades farm on Saturday night. I got... Some tombstones, I spent them immediately, and so I didn't have that problem. But I, I can I can sympathize with people who were like, hadn't decided what to buy yet and hadn't spent their tomes. Because they assumed, based on historical precedent, that they would have time. And this was a different event, apparently. There, but, but there are some pretty asshole people on the official forums. Jesus, some people are like, you bring this book right now! Oh, open wow. the shop up, and the other people are like, "This didn't seem super fair or super obvious." Could you turn the? Could you? Could you turn the? Turn that flag back to allow you people to spend them. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind if they turned that back on and let people spend them because historically, and you know how this game is. It's very, very structured, right? Almost right. To well, not almost to a fault. To a fault. You know exactly what you're going to get all the time. Occasionally, the surprises, but uh, this this was like an unfair deviation. Kind of, I can see where people would say that.
0: I guess the only light at the end of the tunnel is when it does come back. Even though it won't be the same tomestone, you should have the option to buy the older stuff. Isn't all the other items no. still underneath the menu? I, I don't. Because I, I when I clicked it, I saw stuff like spend this tombstone, spend this tombstone, spend this. I don't have any of those tombstones, so I didn't click it. But I could have swore I saw a menu
1: on the Moogle that had the different
0: tombstones underneath. The last last
1: tombstone I think is still live. If you have them, you could the previous one to that. Oh, it's just the previous one. I think it's just the previous. uh, You know what? Well, but still, in this case, it would be the previous one. No, this one's special. This one's different. This one's this one's the because of FanFest. It's not keep as busy. Oh, I did not realize that. I think this is different. This one, while well, it used the same NPC and everything, seemed to be, I should pull up the page, seemed to be because of FanFest. Huh. Not keep you busy till, I don't know, I just should go look. I think I think it was different. And they kind of made a mistake then by using the same, I personally think they kind of made a mistake then too. I think so too Use in the, this regard. Yeah, And yeah, it does say clear as day on the post about it, but... I don't know. It's it just seems a little harsh. I, I would I would be for them opening it back up. Now I'm have to go look because now it's bothering me.
0: Well, but. if they really wanted to be like, uh, we we did this on purpose. Bring it back for the 14 hour broadcast.
1: See Bring it and back that, honestly for that, you, for that day. that too. Of course, then you're gonna get the people who are like, I wasn't able to log in in those 14 hours. There's no pleasing some people, but. Okay, so it just says the Moogle Treasure Festival, twenty twenty one, the Hunt for Pageantry, a special fan festival edition of the Moogle Treasure Trove. I mean, there it is. Yeah, it. it yeah, I think it. I think it's. It was specifically for fan fest. Wow. Now, to be fair, I don't care if they if they if they, if they put all those items in the next tro, trove. The only the only unique item you couldn't have gotten any other way is the One Ring. Right. And in fact, I ground up my tombstones and bought that one and have been wearing that ring since like two days after the event started because I knew, I, I knew that I would maybe forget or whatever. So, oh, well, it is too bad though. I mean, but they they were, when I mean, it was a month, it was from May 14th to June 14th. And I just know that, that I, I sometimes forget. So I, I usually do stuff early. All right, and then for no reason at all, I played an alt for countless hours. I don't know. There's a little aura running around that's not named Yelta Sumisu. That's level fifth, no thirty, blowing things up as a a black mage. I have no idea why why I even rolled her. She's cute. So I I do I play alts when I just want to be left alone. Sometimes I think. If you see me on Final Fantasy XIV and I'm on an alt, I probably want to be left alone. <laughs> uh, actually, I just sometimes, I was kind of curious, um especially with a lot of other new players. And there's a lot, a lot of, holy shit, were there sprouts. Everything I've done so far, sprouts, sprouts, sprouts. Now, some of those sprouts weren't sprouts. They were obviously like me. And knew where where to pull the boss, knew right. what knew you know what to do. So I think it's, other people were playing alts, but uh, it's been interesting. I like playing alts. I like, but I like honestly, I like the low level questing and grinding and unlocking of stuff. I like the feeling of progression. And a lot of people hate that, right? A lot of people just like jump potion me out of that. Oh yeah. But I actually find it very chill just to like walk around and kill my hunt mobs or. Or the the hunting log, you know, and yeah. massively over over leveled again. Even though I didn't, I think I did nothing but the MSQ this time, and I think I hit a couple of the the things on my hunt log, and I think I just did a couple of guild hests. Guild, yeah, guild tests to unlock them because eventually, yeah, unless they took that away, maybe you don't need that anymore.
0: Guild tests and what?
1: Because. There used to be where you couldn't go further in the MSQ because you had not done all the guild tests. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. okay.
1: See, and I always did them un- as soon as I unlocked them, so other people were, were really mad when they had to spend a couple hours doing all the guild tests because something relied on them. I, they may have decoupled that. I don't know for sure. All right. That was my week. So uh, let's remind you all about the contest. The Thirsty for Endwalker contest. Show us your thirst in any screenshot of your choosing, but keep it R-rated or under, please. Send us a screenshot with your character in it, showing us how thirsty you are. We'll pick one winner. The winner will receive a Fantasia, so they can swap to whatever they want to before Endwalker, or their choice of the Final Fantasy IV. Why can't I say four? Those minions. (laughs) Roman numbers are causing me problems tonight. More than usual. All right. The contest ends July 15th, and we're going to announce a winner on the following episode. Entries can be sent to us by Twitter to our handle at GTFFXIV, or you can send us by email at GTFFXIV at gmail.com. And please give us a way to contact you back so we can get you your prize. The first round is news Man, it wouldn't be a podcast if we didn't have stuff they're trying to sell us. Oh, my God. <laughs> ah, new optional items are available. Uh, there is an outfit, the Rishi attire, and there's an emote, the flower shower emote. Those are both on the store brand new items. I did go pick up the flower shower emote because I like emotes. I did not pick up the, the outfit because I... I guess it's cute out of Lalafell, but that's eighteen dollars I didn't need to spend.
0: Yeah, those are cute. Like, I like I I'm never I'm not ever into the eastern look as much as I am some of the western or sci fi mm-hmm. looks or something dark. So it's just not really my thing. I could see myself doing the emote though. It kinda save you on some um I think firecrackers.
1: mm <laughs> What is the Lalafell wearing? I don't know what that dress is. What's do you know what that red dress is that the little lalafell in the flower shower is wearing? I do not. Listeners let me know because that's a cute dress. I know what the I know what the um kitty's wearing. That's the bridesmaid dress. And I think I know yeah, I've sol- I sold an entire set of what he's wearing, but I don't know and she's got a little red bow on her head. I gotta go find this now. It would be adorable in that. We just got completely sidelined. Yalta needs glams. <laughs> All right. So spend your money or not. Uh, announcing the seventh f- 14 hour broadcast. This is coming up on July 9th. And it's, uh, and uh, Japan's, of course, still in a state of emergency. So if there, there was a state of emergency because of COVID 19, but I think they're still doing a, a lot of preventative measures because of covid and whatnot but uh they announced it but they don't think that, all we know is it's from friday july 9th at 6 p.m pdt and they're going to give us some uh details later these have historically been entertaining and a little odd at times
0: uh-huh oh yeah yeah and i think we're gonna have at least a, a window into some of the odd guests that will be appearing <laughs>
1: All right, then Duty to Commenced is June 18th. Oh, that's tomorrow. Oh, that's Friday afternoon. Oh, yeah. So this will probably be recorded, and in two weeks we'll tell you where you can go watch the pre the recorded version. <laughs> <It's> very true. <laughs> oh, they're going to do Diamond Weapon Extreme with fellow adventurers. That sounds good. Nice. So uh, it's Aya, Danielle, and Sam, and it's at 3 p.m. PDT. Was that five of my time? Yeah, I can probably catch that.
0: I wonder if they're back together yet or if they're going to still be remote. Maybe. I mean, it, it's their offices are in California, so they may still be remote. I don't know what the laws are over there right now. It'll be nice when everybody can be back together again is yes. where I'm
1: getting at. I was watching some show the other night, and he – first time back with, like, a studio audience or whatever. And it was kind of weird after watching – these different talk show guys just be, you know, in their homes or at their desks or in a, a void. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. And they're going to do the community commendations again. So that's cool. Showcasing talented content creators and artists of every medium. So they're doing they're gathering submissions on the official forums and, Oh, have they always been going to the Final Fantasy XIV subreddit for this, or? Uh, I don't know. I mean, because that's listed new, it's now. It's new to me. It's, I, I, maybe I haven't been reading them that close. And on Twitter, uh, I I'd have to, you'd have to crawl your way past all of those. I just made a character screenshots where up votes to the left. So, yeah, go submit some commendations. All right, letter from the producer live part. What is LXV? 15, 6.
0: Uh, I think it'll, uh, let's carry the one.
1: <laughs> I think it's
0: 65.
1: 65,
0: yeah. It looks like this is probably part of the 14-hour broadcast.
1: Yeah, it's July 9th at 7.30, so that's going to be uh, in the second half of the show. The director will be accompanied by Bilsky... Sato and Yoko Taro. Oh, okay. Guest creators of Yorha Dark Apocalypse. Uh, just skip all that. Uh, they're gonna look at the Alliance <gasps> raids. <laughs> yes, that was my own inside voice. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Where's that moon-headed guy at? Uh, Whatever it looks like the robot head. What is that? Uh, Get him out of here.
1: Oh, uh, 65. Okay. Alright. And let's see. And they're going uh, qu- oh, by the way, they're taking questions about the Your Hard Duck Apocalypse raid series. So of course there's like when are we getting tacos? Why don't we Good. Have when are, when
0: are we getting tacos? I mean, My I god. Didn't,
1: I didn't actually see those questions, but uh there was plenty that were like had nothing to do with the requested topic. All right, the date and time is July 9th at 7:30 p.m. PDT. It's going to be on YouTube, Nico Nico, and Twitch. They haven't announced the urls yet uh the show details are going to have patch 6.0 digest special guests miscellaneous updates and then those two uh special guests i mentioned earlier and you can submit your questions on the official forums and the question and answer theme is questions about yorha dark apocalypse so go be sure to ask about you know melviera or something Uh mm-hmm All right. Presenting the winners of the Digital Fan Festival 2021 Art Contest. My internet's really slow. (laughs) All right. They're announcing the winning entries. And the complete list of entries are going to be uh, shown later. A number of entries have been marked to indicate popularity within the development and operations team. I kind of like that. Even if it's like didn't win overall. I kind of like it when I get to see that somebody thought something was cool looking or whatever. So what do we get? Finalists. I just want to see the winners. Illustrated works. Oh, my.
0: There's some beautiful
1: stuff in here. This is really nice. Really impressive. Handcrafted physical works. Oh. Oh, those are beautiful. That's the mini orchestrion roll.
0: Hmm.
1: There's some nice stuff. People are so talented.
0: Well, I, you know, just first off, coming to the site, I love the way this is set up with the different selections at the top um kind of color-coded and then the subcategories of amazing great cool cute fun relatable it's kind of it's kind of neat how they chop this up Mm -hmm. um so kudos team for making a, a nice little site for this um but there is just some amazing stuff in here and i partially because of the way it's chopped up it's hard to compare but that's Kind of a good thing, I don't want to say, oh this one's great compared to all these other ones um
1: kind of kind of they're kind of lined up in their themes so, yeah you know we have Hildebrandt and a Subligar on the same page
0: hmm I'm oh. I'm into the physical stuff now I'm looking at this
1: at same time too do you remember do you remember the Garuda in brass or whatever it was oh yeah, right. I actually – somebody had contacted me with her. This was a couple of years ago, but she was going to make me another one because Matt actually has a – Matt or, or Roman actually has the – Wow. Has, the, has, the, has it now. I was going to have her make me make me one, but then she got busy with college and I never heard back.
0: Oh, gosh. I need one of these Great Serpent of Ronkas like oh, in a flower yes. bed or something in front of the house. <laughs> so
1: the Great Serpent of Ronka. great is See, and I, I like this. I'm in love with the springen. The little Spriggan next to him is pretty cool. I actually have a stuffed Spriggan right here on my desk. My husband bought it for me. Aw. I do like my... And I have a Spriggan oh, uh, bank, too. A coin bank. It lights up when you put coins in it.
0: Oh, wow. What is this dial with the masks of all the Ascians on it? What is that?
1: Is what page clock is that? Or is it
0: just a... It's under cool of cool. the physical handcrafted works. It's a red circular...
1: That's all the Asians' masks, yes, but like that's,
0: that's just bad ass that's
1: really amazing
0: I don't even know like that it has any usage i guess i it's like now i'm now I see anything circular with the symbols around it, like is that a watch too? can I get oh, a watch? everything's
1: of... a watch can you make that into a watch for me?
0: sure, with fourteen of them or whatever we'll put it, we'll make a watch
1: fourteen of oh, diabilis looks a badass too. Separat the big boy. <laughs> Ooh, elemental armor of fending plus one and dead hive claymore cosplay. Cool. Uh, that's, gosh, people are talented. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> oh, so congratulations to all the winners and oh, just I, I didn't even make it through all the entries. You know, when you go to FanFest and you walk around, I can usually look at everything. Sure. I, there was just so many. <laughs> I felt overwhelmed pulling them all up. All right, then we've got just some some interviews. Uh, honestly, I think I might have read these initially when they came out, but I probably don't remember anything about them now because I have no short-term memory anymore. So we'll just stop at the, start from the top down, I think. Let's see. Final Fantasy XIV, Endwalker, producer and director, I call you Nishida, Q&A. Oh, I did read this one. Yeah, they talk about the Reaper job and Melviera. Vieira. They talk about him wearing the Reaper outfit. It was um, hot. It was very hot. All right, we scroll down. Come on, computer. There's some actually really cool pictures of the uh, entire of, of of the events going on at Fan Fest.
0: Yeah, I, I really like this pic of Koji. Yes. It's powerful.
1: <laughs> uh, this one just was really kind of just covering everything that was in the Fan Fest.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a little odd they were asking Yoshida some music. Questions in here. He kind of, he didn't like defer to sokin in these, but he, you know, he referenced sokin a lot in them. I think there was like two music questions. Um, I mean, they were good answers, but I, I would think to ask him more design questions than music questions.
1: Just yeah. Oh, some of these answers are really, really long too.
0: Yeah, he gave a pretty long answer about the races. Um, you know, I think one thing that. Is um, I think one great thing that came out of all of this was knowing that the team, although they did work on their spare time, it's not a – it wasn't a crunch sort of mentality that they that the, the team chose to, uh, to implement the other gender. Mm-hmm. Um, I, they did it of their own volition um, and, of course, Yoshida has said repeatedly that they did not violate any laws <laughs> – as far as making their people work overtime, so because <laughs> yeah, you know, there was a big
1: backlash about that, they're like, sure, or, and like even like Soken was like, he wanted, he really wanted to keep working, even though he was, you know.
0: Well, yeah, we've people, seen this yeah. backlash to other companies. I mean, seriously, from like I guess what Cyberpunk was one of them that had crunch, and then an awful launch, and then there was other game designers that or game companies that have crunch, and so you really don't want to, you don't really want. A game like this, something that you love to have to be, you know, have that kind of legacy going on underneath it. So it's it's great that they they care about their workers. They care about their team.
1: Nothing in that interview really called out to me. I think I actually liked the uh, the Gamerscape one better. <laughs> it Let's talked, talk about that. Yeah, yeah. It talked a bit about that. Gamerscape asked about how the development team came with the uh, up with the ideas for Sage and Reaper. And I think they it looks sounds like they decided first the role right. In Shadowbringers, they're going to bring a tank or a healer, and they chose a tank. However, since they've had so many requests needing a new healer, including me, uh, they were intent on adding a healer with Endwalker. And then they decided to make the other job a DPS. And in consideration of balancing the DPS roles, they decided on a melee DPS that uses the same gear type as Dragoon. As Dra- no, no. Dragoon is the one that I've noticed is the only one that's really their gear only goes to them. Right, right. Is that, is that kind of because yeah, that makes and that's sense.
0: yeah. That I think that was the whole point that we needed to balance out the the DPS roles. So that's that I think was a logical step there.
1: And then, uh, roughly speaking, the next step was to decide on the main hand uh, weapon. So a lot of people had requested a job that you you. Utilizes a two-handed scythe. So it was a pretty smooth process setting up that weapon for a reaper. And once they decided on the scythe, their thoughts went to a grim reaper, which in turn was extrapolated into the idea of implementing an avatar. So he's more of a grim reaper, not so much a necromancer. Sure. You know, that's... When it came to sage, they really struggled with choosing the weapon. There's lots of ideas, having the sage hold giant orbs in both hands or having them carry a medicine box on their back and throwing different potions. That's one of those I kind of envisioned in my head because a lot of us are not chemists, maybe Uh We had various discussions and even created rough sketches in the process. Ultimately, we solidified on the basic idea of having the sage control several crystal orbs, not held in their hands, but rather floating around them. And finally involved into what you see now. Naming the job Sage actually came after all of this.
0: Of course it did. it was a chemist first. I mean, you can clearly, <laughs> clearly see that this was a chemist job before it became the Sage job. So, uh, yeah, they tried. I mean, it, I think it clearly shows that they tried. I think I actually stumbled onto this article myself um, when looking up at, a, at an official forum post. It was about uh, sages and um, – or about chemists and uh, I, I think a lot of people at least appreciate the fact that they tried to do something with chemists but I don't know if it's limited imagination or trying to pull blood from a stone or whatever you know you work with what you got and if it doesn't feel right it's never going to feel right mm-hmm. and, and I think you have that with some jobs I think it's slowly slowly disappearing but you look at some jobs and it just doesn't feel right. I think Bard had some issues at, at times when their songs didn't have impact. That doesn't feel right, right? Um, and Summoner, I think, is in that place where, you know, do we do we need to keep the eggies? Mm-hmm. Do we need to lean hard into the demi-summons? I think a lot of people would appreciate more to see a rotation of just Bahamut summoning. Phoenix. Yeah. And something else large, a Fenrir, or a something else um, that would be different and big and feel ferocious but still have utility um, than the Eggies. And it's not that the Eggies are bad. In fact, I, I love my Eggies when I'm doing Eureka Solo. I love them because it allows me to put a put a uh, stone skin on my – I still have stone skin. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, it's, it's not the worst thing in the world, but, um, I, I, I think there's an identity issue. So cramming, yeah. cramming, um, chemist onto what really became Sage. Well, I think they just had to say, Hey, this is a Sage now. It's not a chemist <laughs> anymore.
1: Yeah. I, I wish they would uh, let us just bring our chocobos into Eureka. I think that'd be cool.
0: It would be nice. Yeah.
1: All right. Gamer escape asking the hard questions here. Lots and I'm, not, I'm being serious. <laughs> Lots mm. of players are excited for male Viera. Some, however, are still wondering about the newer races, Viera and Rothgar lack of hairstyles, lack of visible head equipment, and in the case of Rothgar needing a fantasia to change their existing hairstyles. Are there any plans to level the playing field for Viera and Rothgar players by making adjustments to these issues? Yoshi P's response. For both the Viera and Rothgar, there are certain characteristics we wanted to emphasize in their design. The long ears of the Viera and the beast-like features of the Rothgar. Due to this, there was a limit to the range of customization, and we worked with those conditions when we created those races. If we wanted to make these features more customizable, we'd have to sacrifice those unique features. So it would be great if everyone could understand that at a fundamental level, it is not simply a matter of whether or not we will make adjustments to accom- accommodate this. I have mentioned on several mentioned this on several occasions, but I understand why players request this. I really do. In an effort to accommodate this, if even for a little bit, we have continued to spend a lot of time assembling. Uh, I'm sorry, assessing possible changes in the structure design of the models, as well as potential at additions to our current workflow. Even as I write this, I just met with the team to get an update on their testing status for this. We may not be able to get them. To be exactly the same as the other playable races, but I hope to be able to give you some kind of update soon, including the status on the stubble for here, as you asked about previously. So your patience on the matter is greatly appreciated.
0: Hey, look out! It,
1: re- it really sounds like that. Just they, they, they. When they designed them, they decided that this is how it was going to be, and people. Were yeah, happy we've
0: with that. we've had this discussion before. Yeah. You know, like. The, the amazing things that they changed coming from 1.0 to 2.0 and, you know, forever and a day we will applaud this team for the, the great works that they did. They made some boo-boos, it's some good. design choices it's early short, on.
1: Short-sightedness. That
0: bit them in the ass. This one of them.
1: The, and the entire housing system was another one. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I don't think they ever assumed we would all feel so entitled to stuff. And I don't mean that like when people use the dirty word entitled, but just like you know, we assume that if you can do this with this character, you can do it with another character or whatever.
0: Yeah, you know? I you know I I don't know. I I think it was maybe it was a short sightedness of I guess the I guess it is kind of what you're saying the 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 desires. I'm thinking of it less from a less entitled sort of thing, but more of a hey, we're in the 21st century now. We kind of you know. We want some sandbox elements as well, and everybody should be able to get at least a small sandbox to play in. Mm-hmm. Maybe that is entitled, but I can see people being salty about not having the ability to have a house, or at least, you know, when they first implemented it, just giving the 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 free the companies free
1: houses yeah. a house
0: and not, you know, do something different. There's a lot of systems that, but you know, what's the hell's up with our Link Shell system? You know, yes. What a train wreck.
1: Oh, no, don't even talk about link shells. Talk about fellowships.
0: Oh, shit. Why? You would add another layer of shit on top of the shit <laughs> that was already there?
1: Uh, all right. Gamerscape asks, with data center travel coming soon, it feels like we're nearing the end of the path that started with World Visit. From a development standpoint, will data center travel and the technology behind it allow you to do things with future content you weren't able to do before? Yoshi says, right now we are putting in all of our effort into making travel between data centers a reality, so at present I don't have anything formulated in regard to further game content or system expansions. With going back and forth between data centers, our frontier servers, which are implemented on a higher tier than the game servers, need to relay information on each character in order to keep high processing speed for the frontier servers. They are set up so that the server does not know information On a player's free company or the whereabouts of its members, unlike the world visit system, the player will not be able to carry over information on their free company or cross-world link shelves to another data center. That's why we call it travel, and it is intended as a temporary visit. Using this to create new content would be quite a challenge, given the fact that certain information is being withheld during travel. However... I feel that this would enable everyone in the community to hold lo- more large scale events or create more opportunities to meet and make new friends. I believe this is the biggest advantage of the system. I worried about this, that it was going to be some sort of copy over, but not taking all your data. It's, it's, you know, it'll be nice, you know, if you want to go visit someone on another server, but that's what you're doing then. Your activity now is I am visiting this data center. Maybe you can go yeah. raid or do whatever else, but it's like, you're going to be cut off from, you know, anything that doesn't get anything copied meaningful, I over with you. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see how it works. Gamerscape asks, <laughs> with previous expansion releases, players often got a heads up for when they could pre-order the collector's edition. Was there a reason that this didn't happen this time around? Are there plans to make more physical collector's editions for those players who weren't able to secure a pre-order? Bishop he says, first, I want to apologize. We were unable to keep up with the large demand for the collector's edition. We had initially planned for our fan festivals to be physical events, but as each one was canceled due to the coronavirus pandemic and having to pivot to one single digital event, it led to this misstep. With FanFest 2021 now one single event, we were heavily focused on the promotional aspects of the event, trying to make a big splash with major Endwalker news and announcing and beginning pre-orders for the title while all of our fans were tuned in. Looking back on it, that goal was the impetus for pre-orders starting so suddenly, and it was a big learning point for us. I do want to note, we have continued to carefully consider the quantity of our physical CEs based on quantities and sales from previous expansions. However, the recent influx of players greatly surpassed our expectations, which resulted in a shortage of supply over the great demand for CEs. Unfortunately, it takes a very long time to produce all the different merchandise items and figure for the CE, and we tried to readjust allocation globally, but every region was at its capacity and we were unable to add any more stock. We hope that you can understand. And again, I would give my sincerest apologies for this. This is what happens when you're way more popular than you ever had any.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I and mean, it's only getting. What about those fan fest tickets? I mean, I like, know. what that, oh. what would have that been well, like? You, know
1: you know had to saying? order mine the first fan fest. Uh, yeah. You had to we- order mine, <clears>
0: when this game sucked. No, you know we still had to. No, this this game has always been great, but now, you know, we we haven't even talked about the influx of the WoW players coming in. It's uh, there's a lot, there's a lot more people playing this game. I I, I don't know what that means for trying to get tickets for the next fan fest. So I, I didn't attempt to get this. I just told y'all I got the normal edition. So. You know, for, for those that were able to get this grade, I, I lament with those that uh, weren't because it was difficult. It's hard to get. And if things are only going to get more difficult to get as more and more people play the game. If they don't produce more, do more.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that's where you get these snarky small indie company, by the way. Uh-huh. Yeah, because no, if it's like, oh, man.
0: They still make these rookie mistakes.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right, and I think the third one I did not read at all. This is PC games, PC games, and let's see. I don't
0: remember if this one was <clears throat> a fluff piece about how uh, great Yoshida was for it's, turning it's, around it's, the it game. It started
1: it with the critical disaster. Don't you love
0: it when they have to talk about 1.0?
1: Well, and this, I thought we were kind of long past that future. now, right? Right? I could still see, like, after Heaven's Word, maybe even Stormblood, mentioning, "Yo, the game sucked at one point."
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's a 6.0. It's,
1: yeah. We don't have to talk about the critical disaster that had nothing to do with what's going on today. Maybe yeah, 7.0 this... they won't because they'll have finished all of that storyline. So maybe they'll stop. The, the, the Everybody else will stop maybe. making that part of their storyline. And then line.
0: Yoshida can put out <laughs> a bad game again and then we can uh... remake the world again and all, all kinds of other shit. The one takeaway I remember reading this one, It was there was a lot of talk about how other MMOs influenced Yoshida and I not even in just this article I I've heard some recent talk about how how much Yoshida loves learning from uh, Blizzard and other companies other MMOs of what to do in some cases what not to do but and the question was asked in here MMOs today look very different to classics like Age of Ultima and EverQuest looking at 14 as well as your competitors how's the MMO genre had to adapt and innovate and Yoshida kind of compares the types of games like EverQuest and mm. Ultima you know the origins of the MMO and how things evolve and how you have to take some things from those early days but but things have things have changed and you know you you could as the MMOs have changed due to people changing you have to keep up with the times while WoW changed it's its core systems over EverQuest so that people didn't have to be on all the time to be able to do content. And you've seen that next step of evolution with 14 where I think for some of us, it's a little, it's a little much to be able to say, Hey, I can log in for one month, get everything accomplished and go to bed for two more months and then wake up in a, four months later, whatever, catch back up and then whatever. But it is a selling point for this game. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, when we talk about the influx of wild WoW players, one thing I have heard is they do kind of appreciate that because yeah. it's a different experience. And to know that, hey, I can just wrap it up and they make the content in such a way, not that 14 made such shitty and lack of content that you just go away, which is kind of what we thought, and maybe. Maybe they just changed their design mentality based on that. I don't know. You be the judge. <laughs> but it's really become the selling point that you put a lot of fire, a little, a lot of power behind, uh, you know, the, the story, this piece of content, and then you say, see ya, go have fun playing something else. And Come we'll,
1: back when you feel like it. Or we'll, when catch you, y- we'll catch you next time. If you well, We've got the next
0: 24 time. man to catch up and get all your gear and play for six weeks and <laughs> get caught up and be done so that was my big takeaway I don't know if you had anything else from that no, article that no, I don't was have anything. A big jump jumped out at you I will say this <clears throat> excuse me got I'm still getting over a cold. um I have been following um, some this Wow influx, and I don't have a big Wow background I don't have a Wow background at all really I had I think I played the level 12 or 20 or something on a character one time that's it my wife loves Wow Um. But I've been watching these, um, and I may be mispronouncing his name, Bellular Clips, Bellular. And uh, he's a WoW player. Apparently he has a a, uh, a nice background in World of Warcraft and has been doing videos for some time on YouTube. Um, He is very, very pro-14 these days. Um, Talking a lot about... Well, comparisons between WoW and 14, the things that 14 does right. Uh, he has a video one week ago titled, 14 is doing everything in capital letters right. Um, we've been very critical of this, we love this game, but we've been very critical of this game for a long time. But I am starting to see not just the influx of, of WoW players who are, have become very, um, disenchanted with at least whatever's going on right now. Uh, in World of Warcraft. Um, and are coming over to 14 in droves. Partially because you can just pick it up. And just jump in and play. And get caught up pretty quick. And then get to end game content. You know, buy buy a lore, a lore book. A jump potion. <clears throat> level just a little bit. Get the gear and get to play with your friends. And uh, it's fun. It's quick. And you can sign off. And it's not a forever grind. And it doesn't feel like it's sucking your soul. While shitting down your throat at the same time. And... For whatever reason, WoW players are feeling the burnout. Um, I'm not a WoW person. I can't explain it to you. I can't explain why. But this guy's got video upon video upon video, and so of course the big hotness is Asmund Gold, other WoW player that's big, big name, big time. Whatever. I don't know much about the guy either, but this is big hype. People seem to be really excited that Asmund Gold is going to play 14, and it may be as much as. Buying a jump potion, buying a lore book, doing it for a couple of weeks, and saying like, "eh, it's not for me" or whatever. But for some people, they're saying, they're talking like it's the Messiah or something that the God of World of Warcraft has come over. Now, on the flip side, I've also heard, you know, there's this influx of wild players and this supposed influx of toxicity and this influx of I've heard uh, there's dude a, bros. like a lot,
1: a lot of the like big streamers have like some pretty toxic fa- uh, fans, and they <clears throat> yeah.
0: Them. So I you know, I don't I don't know what kind of player I have not encountered any well of course I'm in Eureka content, I'm doubt I'm getting anything like that in there. I'm not doing uh I'm not doing Ultimate, I'm not doing uh twelve um, I'm not doing any of that stuff right now. So I don't know. Maybe maybe there is uh maybe there's some douchebaggery going on and it's coming from those other MMOs. But um it's big news right now. There's just a lot of WoW players. That have uh, a lot of a lot of bigger name WoW players, I guess I'll say, that have uh, really been flirting with 14, and they give their reasons why they don't like it. You know, they don't like the anime look. They don't they don't like some of the stuff that's just just not into it. And I'm sure they're probably not into some of the wacky subculture stuff that goes on. You know, Yelta, I was reading some. I read my Twitter, and I've got a lot of friends on there that are in all kinds of subcultures. Mm. And all I, <laughs> I've seen over the past week is either between the art, arts or the mod community, they're back at it again with some some hijinks uh, that that are about races and that are about... You know, our, our favorite one about the Lollifels. That stuff keeps going around. I don't guess that'll ever die. <laughs> and it's just, like, I don't think... <laughs> I don't think somebody coming from World of Warcraft maybe they do expect that kinda of, I don't know what goes on in the ends in World of Warcraft, but <clears throat> there is some there there can be some odd subcategories that happen in the in the Fourteen community at times. So I don't know. People are worried about dude, dude bros mucking up their uh their savage runs. <laughs> but I, I think Fourteen organically has some pretty uh pretty wacky stuff that <laughs> happens in some communities so hard to compare but the wow players are here so get used to it i guess they're going to be here until wow fixes their shit whatever that is
1: <laughs> yeah i'm I, I don't know who these people are and i guess i don't really care and i'm not too worried about it if I, well, what am i going to do about it boycott I'm gonna do. What am I do like a yeah a boycott Blizzard? Check. I'm gonna do i am I'm gonna do a background check on my pug members and see if they ever played WoW. Well. I played WoW. I even raided, but the people I played with were fine. If we get an influx of toxic people, then you know what? Just add more good people to your free companies and your link shells and your discords, and don't play with the people who are assholes. That's all you sure. can do. And I guess you know. I suppose someone could like be assholes on somebody's. It's back to my whole thing about if if you if you know if people are being assholes, then okay, I know sometimes you can't just ignore them, but most places have ways to deal with assholes. If, if they if they're coming under your stream and being toxic, then I don't know. You, I'm sure there's tools to to work to fix that. But
0: well, hey, if you'll recall, about a year ago, maybe longer. There was a huge uprising. Remember everybody got butthurt because they changed 14's terms of service yes. where it was it felt like you could report anybody. For and then, of course, all these people came up with fantasy reasons of why they were going to get uh, banned from a fight for telling somebody, hey, you should use Celine instead of Aos or something. They were going to get reported and then their character deleted. Well, I don't know how much that actually happened. But – that Terms of Service never changed after that, so I guess if you do get a dude bro that's acting crazy, Let me do, do what you must.
1: I mean, I, I read a lot of great Duty Finder, by the way, subreddit, and there's a lot of people that are getting banned for some of the shit they say, so I mean...
0: Well, don't say dumb shit.
1: No, just the shit they say. Mm. People say some shit. I don't know if it's dumb or not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, but yeah, don't be a fucking asshole, and don't hang exactly. around with fucking assholes. You know? That
0: also helps.
1: I'm not saying these people are. I'm just saying it, we'll, we'll deal with no. it if it happens. But,
0: but the people that could be reported, yes, no, you don't do that. Oh, now, exactly. I don't know about the WoW people. I honestly don't. I don't know. I don't know that I've played with any. I, I could have been surrounded in Eureka with a bunch of friendly WoW WoW players. Who knows?
1: Yeah. Well, and I, I my personal thing too is when in doubt, just fill out the report and, and uh, send it to a GM. Let them figure out if it was a problem or not. I don't know. I do that all the time. <laughs> well, not all the time. I probably have done, like, once every six months, I might do a, a, a report to a GM about someone being co-complete. You know what you
0: can report. You can report all those fake accounts on the official Mm. forums or whatever. Those troll accounts, Titan Men, and all the alts. (sighs) I know sometimes they're funny, but sometimes there was really funny. But there was there was one I read from a Fell that was just just so upset over something. It was it was terrible. What were they upset over?
1: Well, I know this week it was apartments need rent. That was okay. one of the ones. I don't Great. know if that's a troll or not, but that says th- th- apparently they should start making us pay rent for apartments. That was one. I'm trying to think. There were there were three or four this week that were pretty pretty interesting. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's some uh, there's some weird stuff on there. So I don't know. I feel like Titan Man is like a a gremlin that got water poured on him. Oh, it's always
1: single in a free company by himself. I don't remember what the other one was.
0: You know, I I don't know if the Wow community also has people pretending to be young Asian women. <laughs> catfish. <people laughs> I wasn't on even the gonna bring either. that shit up. <laughs> but nothing. I don't know. Maybe it happens in the Wow. I'm just saying people are worried oh. about dude bros messing up their Savage runs. You need to check who's in your free company. <laughs>
1: Oh this this one was good too. Somebody found themselves basically cloned on another server, same same looks and same name or some shit. They were Oh. They were upset. Report to, them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have my unique. Oh, there was
0: <clears throat> there was one I read and it said, "Can we turn off all of the anything that would link to me on the lodestone?" And they were like, oh, "Well, yeah. you can turn off all of your you know, doodads and stuff. But he was like, "No, I want to block myself completely. I don't want people to know I even play this game." And they were like, "Well, how do people know? Like, what Unless are you talking about?" your
1: name your real life name, how, so th- your address so is
0: So this guy says he's got uh, a some people from Kiwi Farms, the forum, Oh
1: have God, been that was following
0: lost. him, and you it's have like this shit
1: to get on Kiwi Farms, so don't you? Uh,
0: so the rest of that forum is like. What did you do to get on Kiwi Farm? He's like, this is not about Kiwi Farms. This is about me being harassed by people, and I don't want people to know I play this game. And they were like, but how did you get on Kiwi? So somebody found it, and they were like, you have 138 pages about you on this Kiwi Farm. Apparently they like your reactions to all the ways that they're messing with you. And they keep following you places to get reactions out of you, and you keep giving them gold like this forum post. Uh, and the guy just never got off of oh, it. I found so. I
1: found the Lalafel. I found the Lala. Oh, okay, It was in cool. Multis Writer. Your ungodly long queue times prevented me from getting important shit done. He he claimed that they had to do grocery shopping, but she queued up for something. His wife, <laughs> that one, and 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 he's. He, he, Instead of like logging out and dealing with it like an adult, they, they missed their time to go grocery shopping because the plumber was coming. But you, you're the one who linked me, the one I responded to on my alt account. Hmm. Please ban the individuals who deliberately lied to me.
0: Oh, yes. Yes.
1: A few weeks ago, I asked about Lala fell squadron recruits and five people pretty much said the same false information. Please ban these five people deliberate misinformation. And this just really long thing about how they tried all the things where you're supposed to be able to get Lalafell female squadron members. Now mind you, it's very RNG, right? <laughs> right. So yeah. so the second post is actually my alt account or I just did a, let me Google that for you and pulled up the same information. The information is correct. You're just, and then the, the then the thread goes on fire and they eat him alive.
0: It's actually really funny. It's also funny that I have every female Lolafel in my dude <laughs> army, so I apparently have done everything right. So sorry. It's funny that they want female Lolafel. Like I was just trying to go all Lolafel. I guess it makes me a sicko too. But <laughs> the fact that this book's just like I want all female Lolafel.
1: Oh, he couldn't figure out how to put his Butterfingers item code in. That was funny. (laughs) There's nowhere, nowhere for him to put his... his... (laughs) I got Uh, a place for you to put
0: that Butterfinger.
1: Oh, this week's 80 points for fashion report requirements are a complete joke. He's using... (laughs) Because he he apparently doesn't understand that that's just one option. And he jump-potted so he doesn't have the level 70 pants that... (laughs) Yeah, oh no, just go find all of his started posts and just laugh. That's great. Oh my god! Yeah, that that one with the deliberately <laughs> lied to me.
0: <laughs> I want my Lalafell women. You lied to me.
1: <laughs> Kick them
0: off this game.
1: Impossible fate should not exist in this game. Because he's t- oh, that's the one. That's was, the, that's the one indivisible was, one. It, that's, no, no, oh, I forgot about that one. That's a whole lot. <laughs> no, this is, he's doing fates, but he must be getting outside of the fate circle, cause they're uh. getting, they're turning, um, undamageable or whatever, and they okay. run back. So he's not, that's, what he's describing is, is he's f- taking it's the fate of the out of the fates. That's what you're doing. Yes. What was that? What was that? There's one? one
0: where it says one is not a prime number. Therefore, it's not indivisible or something or the, the mechanic says
1: indivisible. Calibrate
0: primes. But the thing says indivisible. But the fact that the mob, you know, number nine or whatever says says primes in his speech bubble, that it's. The content is lying to him and he should not be failing oh. the mechanic Construct by standing seven. outside. Mechanic yes, the Construct wrong. 7. Yes. yes.
1: Yes. Oh, that was that, that was that Aura who did that. <laughs> oh my god. And they argued with I him can't about- tell.
0: I can't tell sometimes. It's, they're, they're so good. I can't tell if they're trolls or, you know, we need help. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Oh, someone losing their mind about undercutting bots. I have noticed that. What's
0: new? Yeah. What's new? Anyway, there's some comedy out there. (laughs) And you don't need WoW players to come in to give you grief. We've got plenty of stuff in our own official forums. uh, Plenty of reasons to get upset at this game without worrying about dude bros.
1: I'm I'm not really worried about it. Or, you know, it could be the apocalypse of the game and the downfall of... You know, anything nice going on in 14? Who knows? A
0: merge. They'll merge the two games.
1: Oh, fuck. <laughs> World yeah, that's, of fantasy. That's, that's that's the next step after the data center merge is, is, yep. is the game merge.
0: Right. <laughs> no, classic 14. Oh. They bring back 1.0.
1: Oh, somebody already asked Yoshi P about that, and he's like, <clears throat> no.
0: He's like, hell no.
1: Whew. Well, I think we talked about shit enough tonight.
0: We should have more next time. I mean, we've got what's coming up. We've got, um, well, Duty Commenced will be coming up. But, I mean, really, I guess we're setting our sights on July 9th for some juicy info. So mm-hmm. we'll have to scrounge something up for next time. But but here soon, we should have uh, more, more info, juicy right? tidbits. Yeah.
1: All right, then I guess it's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website, gtffxiv.com. While you're there, please leave us a comment. And if you'd like to, you can support us by clicking the donation button. You can find us on Twitter at gtffxiv. Email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Please rate us. Uh, Personal plug, Ruby.
0: Yes, you can find me on Twitter at RubiconVale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E.
1: And you can find me on Twitter at Yeltasumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. As always, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye.